The California Department of Managed Health Care has been uh, coming under scrutiny recently, not just by people who are wondering where our tax dollars are going when it comes to health care, but they're wondering about why churches would be forced to pay for abortions. I'm Roger Marsh, God and Country, segment of the Bottom Line Show today. Joined for this segment by Jeremiah Gallus, who is legal counsel for the Alliance Defending Freedom and is a part of the uh, ADF's Center for Christian Ministries. Uh, Jeremiah, it's good to have you on the Bottom Line today. Thanks, Roger. Uh, thanks for having me. Okay, give us a rundown here because I, I know a lot of bottom line listeners are Skyline members, and they're uh, maybe they've heard about this at church, maybe they haven't. What, what's the reason why their church is going to court here? Well, the reason is that the California Department of Managed Health Care decided to sneak something in to every single health uh, care plan that's issued in the state of California. And what they tried to sneak in is coverage for all legal abortions. So that means abortions regardless of whether they're medically necessary regardless if they're elective or voluntary and what they did is said no no health care plan in this state can limit or exclude abortions and they did this regardless of who the employer is so that means it applies to churches it applies to other religious institutions now how were they able to make this happen because on the surface on the face just saying okay we are going to make abortions you know mandatory and i don't care if you're a church i don't care if you're a nonprofit organization i don't care if you're a food bank or a soup kitchen you have to comply with this i, I can't imagine you mentioned the sneaky part of it how, how did they sneak this past us jeremiah well, the way the, it's, a, it's a great question. The way they did it um, is they they regulate um, these health care plans. That's what they're they're supposed to do. And these health care plans under California law have to cover what is called basic health care services. And these are usually health care services that are defined as being medically necessary. Mm-hmm. And for all of time since they've been doing this elective and voluntary abortions were not included within that definition. Mm-hmm. Well, they unilaterally, without enacting a regulation, without going through the normal process that they should have gone through, went and contacted health insurers that they saw had these objectionable policies and said, hey, we know you told you, we told you you could do this previously, but you can do it no longer. You have to immediately start covering elective abortions and you can't have any exclusions or limitations they did this through letters they didn't publicize it at all um and you know immediately health care plans all across the state of california were changed jeremiah gallus with me today here on the bottom line legal counsel for the alliance defending freedom and uh, part of the legal team representing skyline wesleyan church in their case against the california department of managed health care uh, the link is up at the bottom line show.com if you want to read along so jeremiah just so, so i'm clear it sounds like what they did was rather than saying, we're going to force the churches to do it, we're going to force the insurance companies to make sure that this is a provision, and that would therefore then spill over into the churches. And I, it sounds like that's an important distinction to make because I, I, I can't imagine a pastor in good conscience would say, yeah, okay, whatever. I mean, it's like it was, it was handled on that end with the insurance companies first and foremost. Right. That's that's absolutely right. And a lot of these churches and the pastors have no idea that this has happened. And in fact, Skyline Church, um, they had policies that excluded coverage for elective sure. and voluntary abortions. That's how they wanted it. And it wasn't until this mandate came out and they were sort of notified, hey, have you seen this, um, that they went and checked and realized that the insurance company behind their back, you know, albeit through the directive 
from this department had changed their policies. Was there something that the California Department of Managed Health Care, uh, Jeremiah, was there something that they had to do or should have done in terms of bringing this to a vote, bringing it to the public awareness here? Because it seems like I know that there have been times when we look at the assisted suicide bill, for example, or the mandatory vaccine bill, people have opinions on either side, but you've got the mm-hmm. state Senate coming up with a bill or the state assembly coming up with a bill. I don't remember seeing these coming out of Sacramento in terms of a public forum. Was there any public forum? No, there wasn't, and and that's part of our lawsuit is that there should have been. Um, one, we don't think they have the power to do it anyway because it violates the church's uh, freedom of religion and First Amendment rights. But if they were going to try and do this, the the proper way to do it would to be issue a regulation, and that gives parties on both sides, interested parties, the opportunity to voice their concerns. Mm. And I, I think it's very clear why the department didn't do that because they knew they'd have a fight on sure. their hands. They, they knew they wouldn't be able to slip it by, and so this is the tactic they took. Well, it sounds like they picked the wrong church to mess with, with Skyline Church. Coming up on a break here, and as we continue, more of my conversation with uh, Jer- Jeremiah Gallus, who's legal counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom. We're talking about the case involving Skyline Wesleyan Church versus the California Department of Managed Health Care and their lawsuit from the church saying, we don't want to comply with this abortion mandate. I'm going to talk about... At what point does a church say, we need to go to court on this one? We'll talk about that next as The Bottom Line continues. More thoughts on God and country when The Bottom Line returns in 90 seconds. Do you really believe other Christians are your brothers and sisters? Do you believe that enough to help when they're being persecuted? Learn what some of the Kate Wright family are doing to aid persecuted Christians at 714-754-4450. Al Smith was a famous political figure in the state of New York, being elected governor four times in the early 20th century. His involvement in politics qualified him eminently to make this statement. No matter how thin you slice it, baloney is still baloney. We can apply that observation to any realm in which a falsehood is put forth as truth. For instance, in the last few years, there has been a wave of new books promoting atheism. Now, no matter how you slice it, error is still error. Don't be deceived by misinformation just because it's sliced and diced in a new way. This is David Jeremiah, encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's truth on Route 66. Route 66, driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com and get your roadmap for life. That's Route66life.com. Route 66, start your journey home today. This is The Bottom Line with Roger Marsh on K-Bright, serving San Diego. If you are a pastor, your church's insurance plan now has to pay for abortions. For anybody who is on the policy who wants to get one, that according to a new mandate that has been handed down by the California Department of Health Management, Jeremiah Gallus with the Alliance Defending Freedom, joining me here on the Bottom Line Show today, I'm Roger Marsh, talking about this case involving Skyline Church. And I know, the, Jeremiah, that Jim Garlow, the senior pastor at Skyline, is very, very active in the political world. He's very opinionated from the pulpit in terms of talking about which candidates to vote for, things like that. How difficult a decision was it for a church like Skyline to say, we're going to file a lawsuit in this case? Well, the, you know, I, I don't know if I can speak for Pastor Garlow, but my, my sense is that it probably wasn't a very difficult decision. Hmm. And I, I think the analysis that probably went into that is, well, what type of government do we want to live under? And it, it, what is 
what is happening here in in many ways is um, kind of baffling and almost unbelievable. Um, The idea that government can force a church to violate its deepest, most sincerely held religious beliefs, really under the threat of what is crippling penalties for the church if they don't comply. Right. Yeah. Um, that's that's a government that I think everyone should fear, fear and certainly every church should should fear. So I, I can't imagine once all this came to light, it was a very difficult decision. Jeremiah, is this something in your years of legal practice, is this something that is, is somewhat unprecedented in terms of this particular case? I mean, have you seen others like this on this scale? No, this is this is kind of a bellwether threshold case, I think, for governments looking how far can we push the boundaries? Yeah. Where where is the limit here? How far can we go? And what really makes this case so interesting is the state of California has already rightly decided that religious institutions and churches do not have to include contraceptives in their health care plans. Hmm. That's a that's a that's a state law. That's that's been decided by the California legislature that says we're not going to force religious organizations to cover contraceptives. Interesting. But here we have a regular regulatory agency who has totally disregarded that fair, just balance of religious freedom, and said, "Well, we're going to force them to cover abortion." So you have this absurd. Uh, scenario where a church doesn't have to pay for contraceptives, but now they have to pay for elective abortions. Jeremiah Gallus with me today here on The Bottom Line, legal counsel for the Alliance Defending Freedom. We have a link up at thebottomlineshow.com for a case that ADF is uh, representing. Skyline Wesleyan Church versus California Department of Managed Health Care. And Jeremiah, I, I was making notes as you were sharing that, and I had to go back and look at what I just wrote because it didn't make any real logical sense. I mean, the fact that a church has its rights protected when it comes to contraception, but not when it comes to abortion. Have you been able to, or do you think you'll be able to be be able to convince a court that that this law, that this mandate from the California Department of Managed Health Care is completely illogical? I think so. I think we have a great chance of success. And the reason I say that is because the freedom that is at issue is a true freedom. That's mm. the freedom of religious liberty. And the conflict right now is a true freedom of religious liberty versus this really fake freedom, this this false freedom that or right that other people have to pay for your abortion. Mm. So you have a conflict between true religious liberty and this made up right that other people have to pay for for what you want to do. So I think when it comes down to it, that conflict, true freedom is going to win. I'm talking with Jeremiah Gallus today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh. Mr. Gallus is the legal counsel for the Alliance Defending Freedom. We're representing Skyline Wesleyan Church in their case against the California Department of Managed Health Care with regard to the department's requirement now that all insurers cover abortion, whether the company that's buying the insurance wants it or not because abortion now, and I want to make sure I get this straight, uh, Jeremiah, that the abortion in California is considered uh, essential medical care. Yeah, a voluntary and elective abortions now under the department's um, interpretation of law is considered basic health care services. For the first time, um, this, this law that they're interpreting it under had been around since 1975, 
they had approved plans previously that excluded and limited abortion, mm-hmm. and rightfully so, they sure. should have. Um, and then they just reversed course, and they did it in an underhanded, really sneaky way. So the, the, the concept of having a requirement that says you have to cover the basic essential health care has been around for 40 years, and no one would argue that there are basic parts of health care that need to be covered. It's only been in the last 12 months that the California Department of Managed Health Care said, oh, and by the way, part of that essential care is abortion. Right. Regardless of whether it's medically necessary, regardless of whether the mother's life is in danger, we're talking all elective voluntary abortions, regardless of the reason they say is basic health care service. I'm talking with Jeremiah Gallus today here on The Bottom Line from the Alliance Defending Freedom about this case involving Skyline Church and their lawsuit against California Department of Managed Health Care. Jeremiah, dare I ask if this is a bellwether moment for California, too? Are we the first state to, to try to engage in such lunacy and try to make sense out of it? You, you bet you are. It's oh, the first boy. state to do it. Wow. Wow. It's such a proud moment for all of us here in the Golden State, isn't it? Um, are they? Is this the only challenge? And quite frankly, are there other people of other faiths bringing lawsuits too? Is it just Christian churches right now? Well, there's there's certainly other other uh, churches and faith groups interested in the outcome of these cases. There's a similar um, federal lawsuit where we're representing three other California churches. Um, pending in the Eastern District of California. So there are other churches, other religious groups interested. Uh, A lot of this kind of um, stemmed from, we think, a decision by some Catholic universities to make changes to their health care plans so that it wouldn't cover elective and voluntary abortions. And we really think that's what piqued the interest of the department. And there's some pro-abortion groups who um, didn't like what those Catholic universities were doing Mm -hmm. and um, that's how we think this whole, all, all this got started. Wow. Well, it definitely is an assault on our religious liberty, and I'm grateful for organizations like ADF that are standing in the gap and fighting. Uh, Jeremiah Gallus, thank you for the great work that you're doing on this case. We'll look forward to checking back in with you as the weeks uh, uh, move on in terms of updates, and we've got a link up at thebottomlineshow.com so our listeners can uh, keep an eye on this too. Thanks so much, Jeremiah, for being with me today here on The Bottom Line Program. Thanks, Roger. I really appreciate it. Okay.